This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grumian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches the Movie. This is episode number 183. My name's Adam Patterson with me today. We've got Kevin Rakestraw here. How you doing, Kevin? I'm pretty good. Also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Pretty good. Good. That's good to hear. What movie do we have you watch this week? Hotel Transylvania. Hotel Transylvania. Pick this in honor of Hotel Transylvania 2 coming out this week. This is directed by Gendy Tartakovsky. I have a synopsis here. Dracula, who operates a high-end resort away from the human world, goes into overprotective mode when a boy discovers the resort and falls for the Count's teenage daughter. Technically, she's not teenaged at all. She's like 118 <laughs> years old, but we'll get to that in a bit. This, star- <laughs> this stars the voices of Adam Sandler, Andy Samberg, Selena Gomez, Kevin James, Fran Drescher, Steve Buscemi, Molly Shannon, David Spade, CeeLo Green, John Lovitz, Oh, holy crap. Chris Parnell. Adam Sandler's wife. Who's his Oh, yeah? Jackie yeah, Sandler. the voice of the wife. Jackie Sandler. Uh, oh, look at that. Interesting. Wives from his wife. Oh, no. I, I cannot verify that. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about Hotel Transylvania? Well, uh, Dracula has a daughter because his... Human wife gets killed by other humans who are afraid of monsters. And you find that out later in the movie, but it's easier to start off with that. <laughs> and Breaking so down. he raises his daughter and he builds this monster hotel. In order to, I guess, keep her kind of in check. And he builds a hotel razor. And on her 118th birthday, she decides to go out and see the world for herself. Well, uh, her dad uh, uses zombie bellhops and makes a... Uh, throughout town that basically makes humans look bad to her so that she won't like them and she'll go back to the hotel and just stay there. And she goes out and meets a human boy and she is unaware of why her mom, that humans killed her mom. So she'll understand why no one likes humans. And as soon as Adam Sandler figures out that he's human, he tells him to leave and pretty much banish him from the castle. And at one point, the... Dracula breaks down and tells the human that other humans killed his wife, and that's why he stopped him. And the human decides to leave, and when he leaves, Dracula goes after him and kind of 
Mind controls the pilot of the plane based on and eventually convince him to come back. And he comes back because all the other monsters, they love having him around. But none of them know that he's human. So he goes back and at an earlier point in the story, Dracula's daughter and this human fall in love. And when he comes back from the airport, they realize that they're in love and they'll live happily ever after. All right, there it is. What a touching story. <laughs> so what did you think of this thing? Oh, it was kind of, well, one of the big points that I forgot to mention is that... that Dracula's daughter at one point has sex with this human, and that's kind of like a key part of the entire movie. I think so. What? Uh, it brings all kinds of emotions from different people. I don't recall this. When does he have sex with her? They don't show him having sex, but. In my notes, even it says it, they have sex. <laughs> His notes say it, Adam. Uh, this is like so a, a PG-rated kids movie. I, I don't know. Yeah, they but don't. You're supposed to. Oh wait, I guess just come upon that conclusion. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because in uh, the well, I mean, this is Wikipedia again. So, but even in there, it says that they have sex lose their virginity to each other i don't remember that i must have fallen asleep by that point i saw part <laughs> of this movie but i didn't see the whole thing so that kind of, that kind of blows my mind because that instantly makes the film way more grown up well that's kind of the funny thing is when i saw this i thought it was the exact opposite i was like oh this the jokes are so juvenile and the animation is is really cartoony and it just seems like everything is geared towards the young young kids the jokes are just it's nothing but silly yeah. monster puns and oh you gotta have them monster puns well because the whole the whole premise geared towards young people what was the best monster pun i don't remember any of them it's been too long oh right any good monster puns you can hit me with there were no good ones. Oh. There's, there's probably at least one where one of the monsters' heads came off, and they go, oh, "Don't lose your head." Ah. I bet, I bet that happened at some point, probably. Um, the Frankenstein was also in this, and when Dracula found that the kid was human, he went around and told everyone that. He was a descendant of Freya's arm. Oh man, it's ridiculous. Kevin James. Nice. Kevin James is the voice of Frankenstein in this. Yeah, this whole movie it was almost like a happy medicine. Yeah, yeah, it de it definitely was. You, it definitely had that vibe to it. Of course, you have other classic characters like the Mummy and the Wolfman, and there's zombies and witches and 
everybody else. I, I I think my favorite character was probably the Wolfman, play voiced by Steve Buscemi, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> it was. It's funny because he's wearing like a suit and a, a like a fedora, and he's clearly he reminds you of a traveling salesman. That's just his life is just life is just beating down on him, and he's got he has like eight kids i mentioned this in my film pulse plays video when i play the video game he has like eight kids and his his wife is accompanying him <laughs> he's just it's just it's he's a funny character he's is he miserable yeah he's just miserable miserable wolf man and when you Wayne. see when you see pictures of him if you look at the poster stills he just looks, i'm looking i'm looking up i'm typing in wayne Wolfman. he just looks sad He's just he's just beat down. And that's the other thing. I I, I think you mentioned this, Ryan. The, the hotel kind of acts as a, a a resort of sorts for ghouls and creatures of the night and that that type of thing. So basically, in this world, they all live in fear of the humans. They're they're scared of us, and this is a safe place for them to go and kind of relax. And there's it's like a spa. An interesting premise. Also, the animation was pretty good most of the time, and some of the time, and other times it was absolutely terrible. I just wasn't a fan. I'm not saying the animation wasn't good, but I just wasn't a fan of the style of animation. It's not your I, just, I don't understand how. It can look so good, and then five minutes later, it looks so bad. Then five minutes after, it looks good again. I don't know. No consistency in that animation. Yeah. It sort of, it sort of looked like a reboot. Age animation. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, is it the same studio? Did did Sony do Ice Age? Sony Animation? I, I or was think. it DreamWorks? I think Ice Age is DreamWorks. I'm looking at the Sony Pictures animation list here, and uh-huh. I don't see it. They did Smurfs, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, Arthur Christmas, Pirates Band of Misfits. All right, well, let's. speaking of the animation, let's talk about the director. So, Gendy Tartakovsky, he, the reason that I even was remotely interested in this is because he did a lot of really great animated TV shows. He did Samurai Jack, which was a fantastic show on Cartoon Network. He did Dexter's Laboratory. He did Powerpuff Girls. And these are all, like, really, really good. I was never that into Powerpuff Girls, but that just... The the animation was good, but it just wasn't my thing. Yeah. He did The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, which was actually a pretty decent show as well. So he, he did a lot of these... Uh, go ahead, Kevin. I said, yeah, he's done a lot. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, he did the Clone Wars TV show, the Star Wars one. So, yeah, he did a lot of uh, really good animation, mostly for Cartoon Network. So, I was kind of uh, interested to see what he does with uh, a big movie. And it just didn't feel the same as his shows. His, his TV shows had a very specific... Each one had a very specific style. And this one just felt average. Just whatever. Well, and I'm sure that that can be attributed to, and again, grabbing this from Wikipedia, because what the hell, why not? It says that he took over as the sixth director. <laughs> so they had five people. Oh, 
attached to the sucker the whole way back to 2006. And that could be why the animation looks kind of dated. They just said, fuck it, we're keeping it. We worked hard on that. We already got like 30% done. We just blended it with the rest of the stuff. Maybe that's why it's, you know, five minutes it looks good, and then five minutes later it looks terrible. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how far along they were in production when they switched the directors. But, yeah, I don't know. That's that's kind of an interesting little factoid. Yeah, and it also says that within a year after he took over, he re- rewrote the script with the help of Sandler's camp. Well, I know so that they... I know that Robert Smigel is credited as one of the writers. So there you go. And Robert Smigel's a pretty funny guy, but I don't know. It just did this one didn't do it for me. The jokes just they didn't land. Not, he's a funny guy, but not in this world. Yeah, not in the world of monsters checking in at a hotel resort to get away from the humans. Well, when you have five writers on a movie and apparently six directors. <laughs> You have more. You went through more directors than writers. Yeah, that usually never happens. Wow, this guy. I'm really curious, I'm really curious to see what Tom thinks of this movie. Probably love it. I I have a feeling that if I saw this when I was you know eight, nine, ten years old, I'd probably love it. Yeah. But seeing it as an adult, there's just nothing there for me to really like about it you know in this day and age animated films have there's kind of a a bar that was set you know with the pixar stuff and regular old kid kid movies just don't really cut it anymore there has to be something there that adults can enjoy so this got a vampire had sex well there's that there is that a vampire had sex with andy samberg (laughs) (laughs) this got a 44 percent on rotten tomatoes so it is considered rotten Uh why don't we go ahead and get your your opinion here ryan let's give you a drum roll what do you give hotel transylvania four that's a four out of ten not too bad that's that's all right sticking with the within the 44 percent range of rotten tomatoes it was kind of it was like like i said the animation wasn't that bad all the time and it wasn't absolutely terrible i was just very bored with it yeah like i said maybe i can't like it but i as an adult i do not like it now can you compare this to any other recent animated films that you've seen what one? I don't even remember any except that one that I had to watch for you. Uh, fucking what was Charlie Sheen? Oh, Food Fight. How does this compare to Food yeah. Fight? <laughs> this is way better. Way better than Food Fight. Uh, I would imagine. I would imagine so. Now, what do you think of Hotel Transylvania Two? Do you have any desire to <laughs> excited to get back out there? <laughs> No. Dig back in with these characters? See no. where they're at? What they're up to? No, no, no. I'll go ahead and read the synopsis for the sequel here. Dracula and his friends try to bring out the monster and his half-human, half-vampire grandson in order to keep Mavis from leaving the hotel. Wait. I don't know. Wait a second. I don't know. Grandson? Sure, Andy Samberg and then 
That's the thing. She did bang. So he got her pregnant in the first one. Hmm. Damn. What a whore vampire. What? <laughs> Why is that? That makes her a whore. <laughs> She's a vampire. I don't think you understand the word whore. It's something funny, man. <laughs> just to just call call out an animated vampire. Yes. Oh Jesus Christ! It looks like everybody's back for the sequel, and it looks like they added some. I'm sure people. they added like forty different people. Yeah, that, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not sure if these people were in the other one. I but David Spade's in there. Keegan Michael Key, Molly Shannon, Dude, Megan Mullally, Nick Offerman, Dana Carvey, Rob Riggle, Mel Brooks. Jeez, I know. Just holy crap! <laughs> this is quite a cast. David Spade's in the one he this in the first one. Oh, he was. He plays Griffin. Is Griffin the uh, the mummy? Is the Invisible. Oh, the Invisible Man. Yeah. I'm sure it's gonna do very well. It's got the same director too, so same writers, Robert Smigel. This one looks like the only writers credited are Adam Sandler and Robert Smigel. So maybe this one will be a little bit tighter, or it could be a lot worse since Adam Sandler is. A writer on it, I don't know. I'm gonna go with the a lot worse. Yeah, could be could be a lot just, worse. Just a feeling. I don't know. I haven't seen any trailers for this or anything, so I don't I don't know. The the plot just from reading the synopsis seems not great to me. And I don't I don't know if they're doing um press screenings for this. I don't know if they're doing early screenings. What for the Hotel Transpane too? Yeah. Because I haven't seen any come through and it there's no critics. Well, maybe uh, maybe you just weren't invited. <laughs> well, that's entirely possible. Do I well, do, I, do well, I sense bitterness in your voice? Oh yeah, because I really wanted to go see Tr- Hotel Transylvania too, and I'm, I'm sure. sure I'm sure that they knew that I wanted to see it. Oh well. All right. Any final thoughts on the Hotel Transylvania movies, Ryan? I was just kind of bored. So it's a, it's kind of like a Manila folder of a movie. It's just meh. It's just yeah. nothing, nothing going on. No. Doesn't have much bite to it. We suck being vampires. Yep, yep, I did it. <laughs> oh. I don't know if there's any good anime films that I've seen ever. Anytime recently. Uh, recently. I'm trying to remember the last good one that I saw. And I can't inside out probably for you, which wasn't even, I mean, it was okay, but I didn't, I didn't love it. And I definitely checked out at some point because it's just, uh, when I, you see it, it's the same thing over and over again. But uh, I watched Toy Story on Sunday. That's a good one. And I love that, man. Did you check out at any point in time? Or were you yeah. in? Toy Story is one that just, it grabs you. It keeps your attention the whole time. Plus, I watch it with the kids. That always helps. Your kids? They're <laughs> <laughs> no, just like random kids. I have any children. I like how you're just like, I watched it with the kids. And it's like, <laughs> when when did that happen? I watched it with the kids. <laughs> when? And where did you get these kids? Uh, is there something you need to tell us, Ryan? Do we need to take this off the air? I may or may not have my baby. 
Oh, shit. Or 12. Surprise, babies. <laughs> Ryan's got secret kids. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I think that'll do it for this week. You can send us your questions to podcastfilmpulse.net. Follow us on Twitter at filmpulsenet, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And take a minute to look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse, and consider helping us keep Film Pulse running. For Ryan Holes and Kevin Rakestraw, my name's Adam Patterson, and we'll see you on Monday. See you later. What? I have no idea what that was.